Hey, this is Anissa, your Valley Girlfriend, here to talk to you about creating app dating etiquette. Today, we have an awesome guest. Hi, I'm Leo. And of course, we have our fabulous producer, Rourke. Hello, darlings. So let's talk about it. What apps are you on or we're on? Well, at the moment, um, I'm not on any apps. However, um, the normally I keep the main three on my phone. Um, Okay, Cupid, Tinder, and Bumble. Um, recently, like since it came out, like Field has also been like a, a big part of like the apps that I keep on my phone as well. What's Field? So Field is um it's an app that basically um cuts through most of the bullshit. Like if you're looking to hook up with someone, they're also looking to hook up with you. So like you just match with them and you pretty much just talk about sex. <laughs> I have no follow up. That. that sounds that sounds really interesting. <laughs> um, but you're off all of these right now. Yeah, at the moment I'm not on any of them. Could you elaborate on that? Well, I mean, I'm at the moment my roster is full. Um, anything else would like would would be a little greedy. Like I'm, I'm dating someone that like, like I really like now, and I'm also like talking to a couple that um we're more like friends with benefits at the moment, but we still like going like cute little dates and stuff like that every once in a while. So I'm full. So that's I love that there's like still the little date thing. I think that's so interesting because it's it's so much more fun than just like having someone come directly to your house and then you hook up and then they leave, which is fine. I'm not saying you can't do that, but I think it's nice to do a couple of little things, right? Like yeah, what do absolutely. you guys do? Like, um, you sometimes go out and have dinner, you know, walk around and talk some trash to each other or whatever. You know, we mostly like the people that I meet are nerds. So we're always talking nerd stuff. Like, renaissance fairs or video games LARPing stuff you know just random like nerd stuff you know it, it, it's just fun what LARPing I think <laughs> I've asked you like six times what LARPing is and I think I'll continue to do it <laughs> <laughs> LARPing is live action role play you're basically dressed up as a, med a medieval character even you know maybe magical and elf or something and you go out and hit each other with foam swords. <laughs> <laughs> Does this also have a sex component? It absolutely can if you'd like it to. Because <laughs> that, that sounds perhaps the most appealing. <laughs> I mean, foam swords sound great, but... <laughs> yeah, spanking with the foam swords is even greater. <laughs> well, we have you on for something very, very specific, and I'll let Rourke ask you the details right yeah i can introduce the, the okay. question uh so i met uh i made a friend what was it the day of the uh, women's world cup final and uh and I was, I was there with best friend too and and she was uh, she was talking to this woman and said and then you know calls me over she's like oh you know rourke's real he does like a podcast about um online dating and everything and so i start talking to this girl and then it just it you know comes out gradually that she is uh, someone who is in real life and from the New York scene, very experienced with uh, BDSM and bondage, predominantly as a sub, mm -hmm. and uh, ha had at that point only been on 
the apps for like a week when I met her. I don't, I don't, can't remember uh, how long she's been in LA for, but has been looking to get back into some sort of uh, bondage scene, but doesn't know um, how to deal with this in, I guess, the, the internet age. Um, and, you know, I said, how experienced are you? She said, extremely experienced. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> but I guess it was, um, I mean, from what I could pick up, her, her scene in New York was more of like a an associated club thing. People knew each other. People yeah. kind of had an inbuilt trust. And then out here, she's a little bit more isolated. Still horny as hell, but looking to, um, you know, look, looking to explore and not knowing how. I dig that. So, um Field is also like, like I said, is a is a great way to like meet up with people that are specifically interested interested in sex. Um, a lot of the people on there also are into mostly BDSM, mm-hmm. and having Field and a Fet Life account, which Fet Fet Life Fetish Life, is basically a website where you can talk about all the things that you're into, bondage, choking call me daddy any all that stuff you know if anything that you like might be like sexually interested in you can go to FetLife and get it so um wait I'm gonna interrupt you because I went on field because Leo told me about it and I was like well I want to fucking see and it does look like it's a lot of fetish because there's just like a where you just say what are your interests and people just list fetishes like no one's saying I'm going to the movies it's all like choking (laughs) hair pulling gagging tie tie you up group play you know it's like all very very (laughs) specific do do you have options for uh like strong like partial like no it's just the it's just like basically specifically what you're into like you just put down exactly what you're into and they um and you can like make a, a statement about like what you like as well like if you want to just you know put like a, a nice paragraph you know same way with okay cupid mm-hmm. you just tell them exactly what you want and exactly what you're looking for and you don't have to like really beat around the bush with it it's a really clean interface too it's like picture and then because that's what you're looking for there's just really not a lot of text mm-hmm. and it's almost like when you when you start to fill it out it's almost like hashtags where it kind of starts to autofill for you which i liked because i was like i don't know what i'm putting here but you will see the occasional profile that's just like let's hang out and i'm like what Mm-mm. what are you, you're doing this wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely doing this wrong um it's also really good because people that you don't like you don't see again you don't have to keep going through the same faces over and over again or like if someone you started talking to and it just didn't turn out right and you decided you know what i don't want to see this anymore it's gone for good so it's it's there's no bullshit okay <clears throat> so okay th- this is so if, if i'm gonna play the role of uh my friend here mm-hmm. and as, as i should i'm, I'm, I'm role playing now too <laughs> we're gonna larp after this episode, <laughs> you don't you wish you were here <laughs> i don't know there's there's a foam roll or a lint oh, roller man. we could use oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> don't tell people my dirty business <laughs> there's no lint here no no sterile environment <laughs> Um, so if, yeah, if, if I'm role playing as her, um, I'm going on here and I'm um, putting down uh, that I'm interested in being tied up. I'm interested in being spanked. I'm interested in, you know, whipping or hair mm-hmm. pulling. 
but I get, you know, ton of responses, um, and people are are acting in in sexually aggressive ways, which I am drawn to, let's say in this, but okay. also don't know, um, you know, how to respond. Like, so, she, for instance, she told me uh, she encountered a person who uh, messaged her saying he had a, a red room of pain, oh. and her reaction to that was. If yes, you can't Daddy. do this in my living room, I don't want to. Like, her, her her response to that was that was too much. Yeah, I told no, I, yeah. <laughs> I told Cordelia about it, and she just thought it was kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poser. <laughs> well, some people just need to be a little bit more comfortable. Like there are a few dungeons here in L.A., but no one really. I mean, a lot of people don't want to go to them because like you're surrounded by strangers, and then like. You have people you don't know watching you, and you might not. You, every, not everyone is an exhibitionist. Some people just like to have their ass spanked in the comfort of their own home, which is fine, you know. But um, you also have to like make that claim, like 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 plain and clear, because men tend to take things from zero to one thousand really quickly. Yes, and. So if, if you're in a situation like she is, mm-hmm. is, is there a proper vetting process or is it you're just taking a risk at some point? Well, with field, you're pretty much just taking a risk. You, I would, I would personally use field as like, okay, we can go out on this date and talk. You know, I know that you're specifically looking for sex, but I would like to like at least make a connection to know that you know once we do get into it i'm not going to be tied up and left for dead or something like that so um another good way to like vet the people that you meet or um is to use like fat life they have um social meetups in different places some in sherman oaks some in uh koreatown all over the city where you can just go and like sit and meet different people into different things and you know you can become more comfortable in a a very vanilla setting i'm looking at the website now it says it has seven million nine hundred thirty five thousand people that are members Mm -hmm. so can you just like narrow it down to like your location is it like a national yes absolutely okay Okay. i just was like seven million that's like isn't that more than the actual (laughs) Yeah, the you can. People in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can definitely go to like once you like sign up, you can go and explore the page, and go straight to like different, um, different yeah. things that you might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> might as well sign oh, up. Oh man, we got to fill out Anissa's fat life profile. Got <laughs> 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 to learn some things about her. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so um, there is a someone sent me this. Uh, there is a website bdsmtest.org and then it, if you type that in Google it automatically redirects you to like with the, the slash select dash mode but anyway there's a test that you can take to see where you are on the BDSM spectrum which I found fascinating because I didn't know mm-hmm. and I was curious but it's interesting because there's Things that you're like, well, I don't know if I like that because I haven't done it, but I might be okay with it. So it kind of skews your score a little bit. Anyway. Mm. So um, also with um, with that life, you can change your location to be somewhere that, you know, no one, uh, like Antarctica 
a lot of women put like Antarctica because they don't want people to know specifically where they live. It makes them more comfortable that way. But you can always go back and like choose L.A., New York, or something, and like go through the list of like kinky play play times and meetups that you can, you know, tend to visit. Okay. Yeah. This is this sounds exactly like what I would recommend to somebody mm-hmm. in this situation. What I what I uh, offered to do was. Um, you know, be, be a person, <laughs> be a person at a bar if she wanted to do a meetup with somebody. Um, I mean, you know, not knowing too many things about these communities, I thought um, just have have an established place, have a bar where yeah. people know you. Yeah. You know, when, when you show up with this person you're just meeting, you say hey to the bartender, the bartender knows your name. It's established that you are in a place that if you're not seen again, <laughs> people mm-hmm. people will notice. Yeah, they'll ask questions. Yeah, yeah that's what you know. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. It's easier that way. And also, like, um, I use my iPhone, like, friend finder. And I tell my friends, if I'm, hey, look, this is where I'm going. This is where I'll be. If you don't hear back from me in a certain amount of hours, then you need to send somebody looking. Because, <laughs> you know, you just, with, like, these kinky meetups, because it's it's some crazy shit that goes down so you don't you never really know so you always have to have someone that knows where you are and what you're doing yeah and it was sounding like she had not quite built up that network mm. yet this is why munches are important well, which is it's, it's called it's uh, they're called munches it's it's a it's a uh sherman oaks munch where you just go and sit and have drinks and cocktails with people you know, dress pretty much in plain clothes with name tags, and they, you know, introduce themselves. Like, this is what we do. This is, you know, we're friends with this person. He's a good person. You don't have to worry about him doing anything that you're not into, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'd like to, uh, yeah, you can have a name tag, kink level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are there, wait, are there name tags? I missed yeah. that. Oh, oh, yeah. We get oh, like, I thought well, you were saying you are just talking. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> are you guys, I got sucked into the Fet Life page, and I, while you're giving this good information, I was like, ooh, I'm going to fill it out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of things have you filled out so far? Oh, what, what, uh, just my name and what country, and now I'm scrolling for city. Because I was trying to do it too fast, and it kept being like, "No, no, we need to know where you live." Anchorage, <laughs> um, Anchorage. From what I just heard, uh, I know I'm gonna put Los Angeles. All, All right. right, yeah. Don't worry, I got you back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you have a network of people who are um, would 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 wonder, would notice. Yeah, absolutely. This is true. My, my verification failed. You guys, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, oh no. <laughs> so, get the network. Get a network. Yeah, definitely yeah. build up a network if you um if you're in the into BDSM because having a network is the most important thing. Do you, do you find that um it's uh, if you, if you're into BDSM, the app scene is the best way to go about it or um, once you kind of get immersed in a community, you sort of find people through um, more personal connections. Well, um, a little bit of both, because there's nothing wrong with like stepping outside your like comfort zone, but like inside the community itself, you'll definitely like meet people that you're like that you're interested in, and and that'll you know m- do exactly what you need them to do. 
you know, and go and step to that line without actually crossing it. Right. Because everyone, it's it's kind of incestual because everyone knows everyone and pretty much everyone's probably fucked everyone already. <laughs> so there's <laughs> it's not a lot to worry about within the community. Mm-hmm. So like stepping outside your boundaries a little bit, like bringing someone new in isn't always a bad thing. You just have to make sure you you pay attention to that person. You know, you just, you can't just jump head first into it. Right. <clears throat> Have you ever uh, um, escorted someone into the community? No, I haven't escorted anyone into the community. <laughs> I've um, I've been escorted into the community, but I haven't escorted anyone in okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that a goal? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we should do that. Um crap i had a question about like well so what is there a specific etiquette from an app that might be different from tinder when you're on field or if you're on the website or in person i mean obviously name tags you're you're like being respectful Mm -hmm. um always number one i saw that a lot on field where it was like looking for respectful there was that came up a lot um is that how would we interpret what that means specifically in this well uh, it's it's when you say respectful, you're looking for someone to state to not cross those boundaries that you set. Like specifically, like if I say, okay, um, I I like being choked. Well, to an extent, like you can choke me, but I didn't say you could slap me. Like you can choke me, but I didn't say you could spit on me. You know. You can go up to that line without crossing it. That's the respect that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, that means uh, carefully reading your profile, scrutinizing it, internalizing pay attention, it. Pay attention to everything mm-hmm. that I wrote. I have a question mm-hmm. about if you are a sub, mm-hmm. if you want someone to be like respectful to you in person and it's just in the bedroom, but I find that like it doesn't necessarily translate. If someone's like, oh, you're a sub, like that means you want to be treated like shit all the time and there is that there are people that are into that but that's different what is yeah. the, what's the verbiage on that um hmm well that you you would still have to yeah no it's definitely still a conversation but you know like i said you when you set those boundaries because you're gonna set those boundaries immediately mm-hmm. like okay i am a sub but you will not like sub me in public like if we do do it in public it's definitely at like a kink event well I'm you know I'm it's okay that I have a collar on and I have a leash on and you're pulling me around but in public you're not gonna disrespect me like that mm-hmm. you know I have a really important job or you know we have kids that can't see this or something stuff like that so you just you most of the people that like prefer to be like sub in public you know have been a lifestyle a while and know exactly like this is what I do for work this is this is how I live my life outside you know the kink the kink world or inside the kink world like some people live it 24 7 some people can only do it when they can because everybody's busy especially in LA (laughs) so let's say you uh, hooked up with somebody mm-hmm. and you're like you know what I don't really like the way that you do it and it's like I don't really feel like 
correcting you because we're not in a relationship, yeah. right? There's no reason to be like, I don't want to have to work to make this work. What's the, so you can't ghost, especially if it's a community, right? Yeah, no. How's the, what's the catch and release? And for new listeners, the catch and release is when you have caught someone, you want to release them gently back into the sea of people so that they leave. Um, maybe they're not thrilled, but they're not going to be upset and they're not going to turn on someone else and, and put their hurt and anger onto some other poor unsuspecting person. Um, but there's different levels of catch and release. Like there's first date catch and release. There's like matching catch and release. And so now like you've actually had sex because I have had this happen. Where like I've already fucked you. How do I catch and release in a respectful way? Because I can't say we don't have chemistry because we had sex. Like what's the catch and release for that? You know, um, you have to tread lightly because it could be a really bad fallout. So, I mean, back to like the respect thing, like, hey, look, it just, I like you, but I just don't feel comfortable, like, you know, playing with you. Or I just, you know, say you've moved on, you know, you, you like someone, yeah. Like find someone, like find someone a little bit, more your taste you know more into like what you're into because it's just not working have you done that no okay so let's get a script here because to me it doesn't feel good to hear i've found someone a little bit more to my taste so i'm gonna nix that because that's that's very personal it's not like oh it's me I've decided I've found someone I really like and I want to focus on them. It's more like you're just not good enough for me. It's kind of the way that sounds, mm. <laughs> right? And and even if it, it doesn't matter if it's true or not, right? That's the person's going to take the worst possible meaning yeah. and apply it. So what I don't know. Yes, it's it's a, tough it's a hard one. it's a hard thing yeah. because like that fallout, especially inside the community, could sure. like really like cause confusion among the masses. So, so what we shouldn't do is fake a series of scheduling fallouts until <laughs> they eventually lose interest. Or, I mean, I think that would be my um, <laughs> maybe coward's way to, to try it. I cannot tell you how, how many times I've wanted to just be like, oh, I just can't. Mm -hmm. I, but you can't do that. Like this is so. This is not FET specific, but it's more like, okay, I've been on like two or three dates. The second date was me just like really giving you an extra chance. I didn't super like you the first time, but like maybe you're cool the second time. And now that person thinks that you are into them and you are like, nope, that's okay. That was a hard no. I found out that was a hard no. But then it's like, you've been on that second date. So you can't say like oh I don't have chemistry because that only works on the first date I don't know I don't know if I agree with that like oh. I feel like if a second date is still like a first date you first impressions are bullshit mm -hmm. second impressions like if they show you who they are the second time then you need to okay this is what you are and I'm not and I'm not really into it like if if you make it to a third date and you're like for real like this just isn't working because I was really trying because I think you're really cute and we do have some fun but it's just not working then like so your verbiage is this isn't working for me this this isn't working 
I mean, oh. I like you, but it's just, it's just, it's just not. I don't, I don't think this is, this is mm. between, this is gonna work between us. Mm. But just don't string them along for like yeah, six months. Yeah, I take months. issue with saying I like you, but because what I find is when I try to do the gentle, the gentle catch and release of like mm. I will give you compliments and then be like no. They're just arguing. It was like, well, if you like me, <laughs> then what's the problem? No. What Wait, do you mean? I'm you funny, like, but yeah. Well, if you like me and I, yeah, I'm I'm funny and I'm cute and we have a good time, then what's the issue? Here's here's my thing. No, is a universal law. <gasps> you know what I say? You know what I just said hmm. to another guest that's coming. I said last night, no is a sentence. That's my favorite fucking. Yeah. It's my favorite sentence in the world. No is a sentence. Yeah. Once you say no, once you say you're not interested, it's 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 absolute. Right. You know, if once you go against that, like, well, but no, you you're you're breaking like a universal law, so bad things happen when you do that. But the no can't just be like, Hey, do you wanna go out again? No. <laughs> I mean it could, but I'm just gonna put it out there. It's not very nice. No. You have to have some sort of qualifier yeah. in there, right? It's like, well, it almost feels like, but like, like an apology. Like when you apologize, you just say, look, I'm really sorry. And that's it. You don't come up with an excuse for why you're sorry. You just say, look, I'm sorry. And if an excuse is like, why did you do such and such? Or why did this happen? Then you give that excuse. But if you say, look, I'm just not interested. I mean, it should just be okay. I guess it's just time to move on. It's so hard because, like, sometimes it's like I really like you as a person, and I would totally be friends with you, but I just don't want to fuck you. And you can't say that. <clears throat> Can I say? Well, have either of you really been on the receiving end of a response that direct? Well, we had as fuck. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I've been ghosted. Right, but the, it, yeah, I know, I know you, and I know you have strong opinions on on ghosting and how it's like <laughs> the worst uh, way you can behave in these things. But but does some, like have you had that happen where somebody just says, "I'm sorry, but no." Well, kinda. So, um, I was dating this woman for like at least like six months or so, and uh, I asked her, I was like you know we've been dating for a while and it doesn't seem like you want to commit. And she said to me, Oh, you're just not a match. We, we just don't, we're not compatible, but we can still fuck. <laughs> okay. So it was, it was an ongoing, like, like sexual, like adventure, mostly for her because I mean, at this point she has all the power, right? You know, and and did you keep that up for a while and then eventually and then it was just like this is you know you're kind of like taking up space you, you know i mean we're friends but not really friends i'm kind of more like hey i need some dick you know i'm on my way kind of thing like i could be doing other things like i mean i'm i'm not just your your fuck toy which I mean coming from a man sounds weird because I know this has happened to millions of women since time immemorial however 
I'm here to say it does not feel good <laughs> at all. I'm just going to follow up that I actually have experienced this as well, where I have been called out for using, and I was, I'm just going to say it, I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you, I, I'm not, <laughs> someone I was sleeping with, I kind of like, I have an hour, are you free? I'm coming over, we're going to do this and I'm going to go. And I kind of got chastised. I'm like, well, I know you just like to bang and leave, but I'm feeling a little like used. And I'm like, what? This is your fucking dream. What do you mean you're feeling used? Because <laughs> like also not necessarily, well, I don't remember now, but I don't think his profile said he was looking for a relationship. So it's like, I ended up having to like talk a while before. <laughs> and he's a great person. I fun conversations, but that I was, I had to be, um, I don't want to say trained, but yeah, you have to train people how you want to be treated. So he trained me that like, this is what I need and that's totally fine. But I was shocked. Shocked. Shocked and appalled. (laughs) Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. And I mean, Men are like big babies. You gotta, you gotta pet them a little bit. You gotta love on them a Holy little bit. Holy fucking shit! We're just gonna repeat that again. <laughs> Men are like little babe, like like little babies. <laughs> you gotta pet them and and like love on them a little bit. You so do. I can't. This is not an etiquette thing, but like, for real, I go, this is. I mean, maybe like part of why I think I should have this show is I do go on like a ton of dates and I have a lot of callbacks, quote unquote. And it's because I do kind of be like, I not stroke the ego because that sounds fake. I'm only complimenting on things that are true. But like men need to be, I mean, it's sad, but I think like the mama thing where it's like the mom always like, oh, my little boy. Oh, sweet little baby. Yeah. Men need to be stroked <laughs> in a serious <laughs> way. Like I put effort in. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. No. You're great. No. 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 <laughs> we are we are extremely insecure. <laughs> I don't know. I like it too, but it's I think because of the way that most women grow up, you know, like the minute you're remotely sexual at all you're constantly getting compliments about your physicality and so it's nice to hear that I'm pretty and I'm sexy I still please always tell me tell me all the time but it also doesn't have the same oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) see totally there it got a little uh, hit of what is that serotonin endorphins um this is a very intimate record I mean, we're, I'm sweating because the air conditioning's off, but um, <laughs> but it is warm in this room. Oh yeah, we. You know what? Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm also low on whiskey, so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna refill our drinks, and then we'll tell you what they are, and then also a little bit of an air conditioning break. And we're back. 
Uh, I am drinking whiskey. Shocker, shocker. <laughs> I am drinking beer. Shocker, shocker. And I'm not actually drinking. I'm more of a pothead, so I'm definitely kind of stoned at the moment. Leo's <laughs> <laughs> <was> vaping, <laughs> which you're allowed to do here because we're awesome. Yeah. It's California. <laughs> we're not up on the shroom situation, though, and I really wish we would be. Not that it would help me find it any easier. <laughs> uh, not know, that I'm looking. So you, you're just not asking the right person. I still have the thing you gave me in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening, you guys. Yeah. Maybe we'll record a show while we're Oh, man. man. Oh, God. Do I have to be your... Um, Babysitter? Yeah. Trip sitter. Trip sitter. That sounds like fun. Trip guide? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the word babysitter because it's mm. honestly the only thing you're doing. Oh, my God. We're going to go out into the woods with a shotgun mic and do... <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that sounds would be like super fun. fun. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> the trippy episode. It's <laughs> 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 like running after the two of you. I'll have to bring the professor along so <laughs> heard you us. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds incredibly fun. I just think it would saying. Be. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm probably down, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, this is the moment where we hit our story corner, and Leo has a story. So um, the one thing you have to remember is that you never know who's into what. Um, so I have these friends. Let's call them Ruben and Sapphire. We tend to go out you know, every month or so, maybe other, every other month to maybe like a sex party, you know. Wait, pause. Okay, pause. Where are you going to these sex parties? Because I know about Club Joy. Mm-hmm. It's on the itinerary at some point. Um, and then what? What else? This doing? is this is actually a, like a, more of an underground thing. It's a queer party. So like okay. you, don't, you, you have to know someone to know someone to get in. I feel like that's most of the most of the good sex parties are like mm. always at some rich person's house, and you have to know a person who knows a person who knows a person. And I just think that's just that's I don't know great. those those people. I don't I don't really know about them. You know, I don't think they have as much fun as we do. <laughs> but um, uh, Ruby Sapphire and I tend to like we go out every you know couple months or so to a to a, a party. You know, just to have a little fun. And um, there was this guy. I'm not gonna dox him. There's this guy that I know. Biggest, I mean, like you wouldn't even guess, like that he was into anything other than like, you know, maybe sitting in front of his computer, like crunching numbers. Massive nerd, you know, really smart guy. Wasn't it you who said that it might have been someone else, but the kinkiest people are nerds? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and it and it is it has rang true a few times. Like, <laughs> like we um we 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 got the club and we were having you know a good time, and I didn't even recognize him from being covered completely in leather, like mask and everything. Like, this is is if <laughs> he was like a, a a leather superhero as far as I was concerned. <laughs> And um, it didn't. I don't think he recognized me either until like, like, hey, 
I know you. And like, he was just like this. He just took his mask off and just like his glasses back on. He was just like, well, hi, hey, how are you doing? Like, who is this guy? Like, how did you recognize him if he even had the face mask on? And he, he recognized have... me. Oh, he I'm like, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm drinking whiskey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we just had like the the nicest conversation about absolutely nothing while people are getting spanked and fisted around us. It was it was really wholesome. It was nice. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I live a weird life. It's fun. <laughs> Keep it we, trippy. We all want to live the weird life. Amen. We're just not there yet. We're working. You, we're gonna get there. <laughs> we're gonna get there. I promise you. Come with me. <laughs> the sexy Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Someone has, someone has done that. <laughs> that glass elevator takes on a whole new context. Oh my God, no! <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, the Chocolate River? Oh. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Roth, you play too much. <laughs> I've been married for 2,000 years, so my, uh, my imagination's got to do something. I, amen. <laughs> Gotta have a little fun. Sex is supposed to be fun. It's it's always supposed to be fun. Like you just you you can't allow yourself to like sit in a corner like stuck in missionary for like the rest of your life. Like get out, stand outside on the balcony and let them rail you from behind, or or learn to suck dick. Like it's 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 gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. I promise you. Okay. On that note. I have a suggestion for our listeners. Suggestion. Um, yeah, I have the. Oh God. Um, it's called "Blow Each Other Away." And you know what? I'm gonna have to take this back because I don't remember. But it's a great book. Is this a party game? No. Yeah, it's it's a book called "Blow Each Other Away: uh, A Couple's Guide to Sensational Oral Sex." I cannot recommend it enough. It, it was it, well written detailed i have tried out some of the things to much uh was it well, applause because that's weird that'd be weird if someone started to applaud you but i've gotten <laughs> a lot of compliments amen and i'm not gonna lie it's fun just even if it's weird stuff where you're like mm, i don't know if i really want to do this if you're in a relationship you just have to change it up anyway and so you're like mm, this is weird it's sort of like when you try to like add a new spice to your kitchen repertoire mm -hmm. and it's like maybe i don't like this but it's different and i like different mm. so you're saying intense eye contact is like turmeric <laughs> <laughs> uh no because turmeric's really popular right now <laughs> oh my god yes be weird please god yes. be weird especially if make just make yourself uncomfortable with someone you're comfortable with yeah. You're so quotable. Thank you. Make yourself uncomfortable with someone you're comfortable with. That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wanted to circle back to uh, boundaries and kind of this respect idea. So yeah. I was I was on I was on the internet recently. Of course. And uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I I do a bit of. Um, 
I, I like to I like to read what people say about their you know sexual lives encounters. Um, mm-hmm. And and I was reading this one account from this woman who's in a kind of like a wife swapping community. Oh yeah, saying that she's like so specific about the um, the language that she likes used about her. Yeah. So loves being called uh, cum dumpster. Uh huh. Hates being called slut or whore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like those words, um, just, they don't fit everybody. Like you can be like really sensitive to like certain things. Like friend of mine just does not like the word bitch. And like you, I just, okay. I mean, this, this, and that's how you feel, but I can call you a slut and pull your head. That's fine. Like, yeah, but please bitch is just it's just too much hmm. and i mean and it's okay to like have certain things that are just too much for you to do especially like if, like words because i mean words may not be physical but they still hurt and like maybe that word is like a, a word that triggers yeah you, you don't know what kind yeah. of yeah. context the person is taking into it yeah because i mean they could have been like really beaten down with that word as a child or something like that so you just you know you you have to like those boundaries are necessary and they they're meant to like keep the sex fun you know and interesting without you know causing any like irreparable damage you know to a, to someone's psyche or them physically. Yeah, I, I guess I, the the thing that I ju- I find so fascinating I don't know if I have like a follow up point to it is just how particularly specific the individual person's kink or comfort level mm-hmm. could be. Because, you know, in my mind, I'm hearing just, you know, name calling is name calling. And sometimes and uh, it the differences in the words it just just for my particular points of sensitivity don't seem to I don't think they would impact me. Yeah. Um, but for some people, they certainly do. And that's and that seems I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but that seems to me um, less of a big deal than actual physical behavior. Yeah. Um well, okay, here's a here's a scenario. Like I I have been a bull for quite a few cucks in my day. Um okay. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> in a in a cuckold relationship. I don't think you're spending enough time online. I'm <laughs> Hey, I'm the every woman. I have to be ignorant in order to get to this. Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, in a couple relationship, um, the husband is either on the sidelines watching, like the bull, have sex with his wife. Always like okay, because I know what cuckolding is, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that was a fetish. Oh God! Oh boy! I mean, I knew it was a fetish. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me clarify. I knew that people did that. I didn't know that that was what it was called. Ah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and oh, and by the way, I'm on <laughs> Fat Life, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I've been a bull in like quite a few different like cuckold relationships. And uh, okay, I'm sorry. I still the bull is like, are you the stranger or are you the dude that's like you're the one who's fucking the woman? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Very yes. slow here. I'm the whiskey. This I'm is why it's like <laughs> iffy to drink or not drink. I'm pretty much doing all the boning, you know. Oh, yeah. Super fun. I know a guy who got paid like 
fucking $3,000 to do it because he didn't really want to do it. So he was like, oh, I'm just going to like, they're like, we'll pay you. And so he threw out this crazy high number thinking they would go no. And then they said yes. And he was like, well, shit, for that much, I'm going to do it. And I was like, man, I think I would too. Yeah, absolutely. It's Podcasting is the wrong industry for us. (laughs) I know, right? Someone pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, but um... (laughs) So the 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 verbiage can get really aggressive sometimes, and you 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 can't call me a nigga while we're having sex, and it happens a lot more often than you would think. You know, a lot of people they they really? oh god yeah oh god Ew. yeah is that something that you have to tell people explicitly beforehand? Well, because like race play is such a yeah, you, you, yeah, you definitely have to like speak up. Like okay. this is like this is you can say BBC as much as you feel necessary, but that N word is just not something I'm gonna tolerate. What's BBC? Big black cock. Oh, see, to me, that's almost. I mean, it's obviously not the same, <laughs> but it's like, what difference does it make? It's yeah, definitely like step. It's, it's that that line without crossing it a boundary that i'm setting like you can say bbc but once you get into like okay you know nigga oh you need to fuck me hard like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute that's so offensive yeah fuck you can call me daddy though <laughs> I was like, Your daddy fuck me hard i got you baby that's what daddy'll do but i mean it's still it's I mean, you already know that that word is like a really like, that's, that's like really bad for like you know the African American community. We just you know not anybody can say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's charged in a way that no yeah. other word yeah. is. So like having words that you know you just just don't cross that line and say this because I don't like this is totally understandable, is at least from my point of view. And sometimes. I mean, well, oh yeah, it, mm. it sounds like that's. I guess it, when, when you're when you're physically escalating, mm-hmm. you could, um, kind of gradually go somewhere and kind of like find where the limit is. But with, with language, you can kind of go from zero to a hundred in, in just no a second. Time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's something I hadn't thought about. Yeah. With that, I find that pretty enlightening. No, no problem. Yeah. Like, like with spanking, like you can. Start off with a few light taps and then gradually get hard into mm-hmm. like <laughs> maybe on the urge of like breaking skin. But like with words, you can just go, hey, to like, fuck you, I fucking. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that just sound disarming. <laughs> <laughs> Anissa, did you have a follow up question as well? I did. This has nothing to do with what we just talked about. <laughs> My follow-up question is, myself and other uh, ladies have noticed that when they're on a date, men don't ask questions at all. And I I realize that generalizations are unfair, and I get it. I hate when people generalize about women, too. But at the end of the day, I have been on a fuck ton of dates, and my friends have been on a ton of dates, and there's just general consensus 
of um, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking, um, men don't ask you anything. And I just wonder, um, do you have an opinion on why that is? <gasps> um, probably because they're thinking about sex and they're trying not to think about sex. They're trying to aim themselves towards something more that like might be interesting. But then, you know, a lot of men are just like empty-headed at the moment when a, when a man says when you ask a man what he's thinking about he says nothing believe him because he's probably just like completely blank That's, you know what i i honestly totally 100 percent agree with that i know there's a lot of women out there like no no but i have sat with people so many times where they're just staring off into space and i you want to ascribe deep feelings and deep thoughts because you're Maybe you're laying in bed or you're you're on a date and they're staring off and you're like, oh, I wonder if he's thinking about how great I am. They're not. They're not fucking thinking that at all. They're thinking like my balls itch maybe is like outside. I don't know. There's like nothing. There's there's something about I don't know if it's like the way we're raised where like men just sort of like have an ability to be still and just live in the moment that women. I don't know if we're just raised to like always kind of try to be calculating because we're raised as caregivers in this country but there's something about men just being able to just sit there and chill and I don't want to put that in a negative because I think it's fucking amazing like your ability to just sit and breathe in and take in your surroundings and relax and not be like what am I doing next what is he what is yeah. what is she thinking what what do I what should I do next about this uh date or what about my job or whatever this constant flow that I, everyone that I know has and I know a lot of men just don't have that no elevator music <laughs> 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 fucking elevator music <laughs> every time I'm with someone who's silent that's a man I'm just gonna fucking start laughing cause I'm gonna look at them <laughs> and play elevator music in my head as if that's what they're listening to thank yep. you for that yeah, that's a well. gift that's a gift that I will never return we, we can add use. that to the lexicon of the show <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with catch and release <laughs> Oh man! Breadcrumbing, mm. elevator music, elevator music, <laughs> ladies <laughs> and men who are maybe not that way. And I'm sorry that you didn't inherit this. Just when you look at your partner, just picture the really horrible elevator music coming out of their brain, and it will make everything okay again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we should just call it there. Like, let's end on that brilliant note. Um, and we also have some inspiration this week. Always. Be honest with people about who you are, what you want, and how you expect to be treated. Standards only scare off the people not meant for you. Hold those boundaries, people. I think that I think we got it. As always, we um, definitely encourage your dick and clip pics at your Valley Girlfriend on Instagram or yourvalleygirlfriend.gmail.com and I'm getting around to doing Twitter. We have your Valley GF. If you are more of a Twitter fan, absolutely make note. We'll answer your questions. We'll peruse your photos. We'll enjoy your body. So keep in touch and we'll see you next time.
Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was fun. Part two got real loose. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>